This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. I have been waiting for this podcast ever since I watched this amazing documentary from an extraordinary filmmaker on my flight to Dubai, and it was done by Nick Alfieri. He is a filmmaker, a YouTuber, a podcaster, and of course, a former NFL football player, which to me is a deadly combination to empower others, to empower others to be happy. Welcome to The Playbook, Nick Alfieri. David, thanks so much for being here. And I appreciate the kind words about Unicorn Town. That was uh, a project from the heart that we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in over the years. So it was uh, very satisfying to see it get out in the world. And I'm really happy you got to see it and happy to be talking to you today. Well, it really resonated with me because as a average, although my I had uh, my coach from Occidental come by, uh, I have a beautiful office and studio at SoFi Stadium. He came by th- this last week and he's like, Dave, maybe you were under an under a below average player. But either way, uh, we early on in the 80s were invited to play football in Germany and coach football in Germany. They were just desperate for anybody um, to do so. And then through running Lee Steinberg and partnering with Warren Moon, we did a lot in Europe and Japan, believe it or not, 2000 football clubs in Japan. Yeah. Um, but you're, you know, at the center point with Unicorn Town, really delving into why and how football became so popular in Germany. And yeah. I know it, it's, it's crazy. What do you think are some of the aspects of football in general that are resonating with people specifically in Germany? Yeah, it's a tough question. I mean, you have to kind of go back a little bit into the history of how football became popular in Germany. And it goes back all the way to World War II and and the United States having a military presence in Germany after the wars and friendships and relationships developing between American service people stationed in the country and German locals. And so this, for example, is how the club that I played for for a long time, the Unicorns, was started, was a a German-American friendship club. And so essentially the Americans helped teach the Germans about our sport, what I think is one of our best exports from America, American football. And so they basically started and... um, help them evolve and develop the game. A lot of these guys would be players or coaches starting out in these clubs. As far as German German people enjoying it in particular, German society and German people are very structured and organized. And I think in football, you have to have this. There's a, there's a lot of structure. There's a lot of organization and working together. And so I would say perhaps this element of the game helps them really grab onto it. But it's super exciting to see how it's grown and where it's going. And one of the things that I think has helped that a lot of people don't think about is Madden. Uh, and, and I'll tell you why. It, it, it's so interesting. I could not, I'm a huge football guy like you. And I know you're, you've been a pro player. I, I might have even slipped and said an NFL pro, but it, pro player. Um, okay, we'll so, leave it. We'll leave it. <laughs> we'll leave it. That's cool. And But it's interesting because I'm a student of the game, right? I've always prided myself at 147 pounds that I might not be as good as everyone else, but I'm going to know the game better than anyone. All three sides of the football, special teams, offense, and defense. And it's really helped me, but I could not teach my four-year-old son football. I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. And then he got to be five and he still wasn't getting it. And I was blessed to have Warren Moon as my best friend and business partner. 
fairly educated football player as well. And I said, Warren, how, how did you teach Riken, your son, how, how did you teach him football? He's like, what do you mean? He goes, what do you think Madden's for? He goes, nothing will teach a kid football better than that game. They will know the positions, the plays. It's an extraordinary thing. I, I haven't been over there to Germany. You have. Did the game have an impact, meaning Madden, EA Sports game? Did that have an impact uh, as well as teaching people football? Oh, it's got to. And I mean, yeah, just what you said, there's nothing that can teach you football better. And of course, like that as a football player, I remember first getting my hands on Madden in like, I don't know, when I was eight years old or so and was obsessed with it. And I know a lot of the German guys as well that I've played with uh, kind of had similar experiences. And, you know, just being on a football team and spending time with guys off the field, you see everyone's got their Xbox, everyone's got their Madden and their NCAA football. So it's interesting to think about how this aspect of football and, and technology also can help and has helped grow the game and help people understand it all the way across the world. And part of that as well is you went to film school. So you went to Georgetown undergrad, then you went to, I consider the best film school in the world, USC film school. I'm biased um you can tell your your stanford family i'm, I'm buying <laughs> i know mccaffrey i think even funded some of your film uh but usc uh definitely has a great reputation of creating great content for people and, and what makes it interesting and i've been around usc guys a, a lot is the emotional aspect and i will tell you and i made a lot of money with steve clarkson on this uh and lee steinberg that you know there's nothing that can be monetized better than the uh, irrationality, the emotional attachment that people have to football. You obviously have it. And how much did film school teach you about capturing all of that emotion uh, for football, especially in that documentary that you, you created? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, I, I actually... And I agree with you. I would say USC has got to be the best film school out there. Um, but I left it only after one semester, but, you know, not before gathering a lot of interesting points and in, specifically about story and what kind of resonates with us human beings um, within storytelling. I, I feel like it's sort of within all of us. We understand it on a certain level. And so taking some of these nuggets um, to Germany and to the process of making the film was super valuable and just sort of understanding kind of what, what story beats help resonate with people and, and bring out the emotion in people. And then, of course, football and sports are so emotional as is, so that that helps a lot of it. There's so much story, there's so much emotion in sports, and in our documentary, we had a quite an emotional story too. So that really helped play into it all. Which, which I loved. And one of the other things that I think you capture were the lessons that you gained from playing football. And I've been blessed to live this extraordinary life and people like, you know, was it undergrad at Occidental? Was it law school, business school at Tulane? You know, like what, where did you learn these lessons? And I, I will tell you that football, has taught me more about being successful, about being passionate, purposeful, and profitable. Uh, and I wasn't that good, right? I, 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 you know, I'm not Warren Moon, Steve Young, or Troy Aikman, or any of the great guys that have been blessed to represent. But, you know, moreover, it played the biggest role in my life. And still today, 
you know, when things are going crazy, I tell myself, just keep playing, you know, little lessons that I learned from playing football. How important was that not only in your life, but also I, I could just see it in the documentary. Football was so important to everybody in that documentary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you 100%. There, there's nothing that teaches us more lessons for life off the field than football. And there's so many things we can take away from it. And, you know, I, I've heard you say very often of just like what you just said, just keep playing, stay persistent. And I, one of the main things for football is this next play mentality that we have. You know, if I'm a line, I'm a linebacker, I miss a tackle one play. I can't dwell on it. I have to have this next play mentality um, and, and remain persistent and keep pushing forward. And, uh, you know, then you find success on the next play. But so th this type of lesson was super important uh, that I learned from football. And then just in the making of the documentary, making a documentary film is uh, quite a, a battle in itself and things don't always go right. And you hit some, some walls and you have to maneuver around some corners and figure out, you know, how to handle some of this adversity uh, and just take what you learned in football, the same thing, just remaining persistent, keep battling next play mentality and, and kind of taking this to it. And, you know, the, the football is incredibly important to the people here. This town that I'm in, Schwabish Hall, the, the title of the of the movie, Unicorn Town, this is like a small Texas high school football town, I would say. Uh, it's got that vibe. It's got that energy. And, and this is the one place, I would say, in all of Europe, certainly in Germany, where American football is the number one sport. So having it be the number one sport in this small German town, it just makes it all that much more important for you know, the people around the town. It's, it's a very cool thing. Another thing in playing football is the pressure. You know, and McCaffrey uh, understands that he's involved, but he also, because he's involved, your family, uh, the Stanford connections, the NFL connections, uh, making a documentary is tough enough. It's like returning punts. All eyes are on you, man. That ball's in the air. The, their money's in that ball. And you got to make sure, number one, you catch it and then do your best returning it. Um, how did you deal, you know, and I couldn't even imagine with your own personal pressure that you put on yourself because who was involved in the film and knowing, you know, your first documentary is not easy and yeah. any documentary is not easy. Any film is not easy. How did you deal with all that pressure? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is a ton of pressure. And I would have to say, of course, I was lucky enough to have a good group of producers around me, including Christian, including one of my other main producers, another Georgetown guy, Brent Kraft. So having a good team of people around me um, was incredibly important. And then, I mean, kind of bringing it back to football, it, it, and somehow this always happens. I got so used to having pressure playing football all the time um, that. This was nothing new, really. Of course, it was, uh, I guess, a unique type of pressure. And, but I think most of it was internal. It was me putting pressure on myself. I didn't feel much external pressure. It was me trying to make sure I finished the project that we set out to do. This took us seven years or so. It took a long time. Um, one of my film school mentors told me you could have uh, something good, cheap, and fast. You got to pick two of those three. And I think we had uh, good and cheap because it was not fast. So hopefully we had good and cheap. Um, so it was a long process. And, you know, there was this pressure from myself to finish what 
we started um, because when sometimes you're you're in this process and it feels like you can't see the finish line and we're never going to get there. So pushing the movie across the finish line was super rewarding. And then it's just been pretty exciting to see the positive reception from it, from all that hard work that we did. And, you know, I deal with a lot of entrepreneurs and there's lessons for entrepreneurs in everything. And one of the lessons that I get from football at any level, people who play Pop Warner can't play in high school, high school can't play in college, college can't play pro, pro into uh, retirement. And it's that this transition, I call it an expansion from your favorite thing in the world that you've done maybe every day since you were five years old. I'm a kid that carried a Nerf football wherever I went and would get, I use it as a pillow, whatever I could do with it. That's how much I loved it. And my senior year in college, uh, and I remember, you know, as we won the Skyac, my last undefeated season uh, was, you know, a death. And there's two deaths uh, that you live. And I know that making a film, when it's over, it's the same feeling. Uh, you know, especially when it's long, when it's long and, and, and good. Um, but for, for you, how do you recommend for people who put their life and soul into business, into a sport, into a documentary to deal with the completion of it or the retirement of it? Yeah, that is a great question. And I, I'm with you 100% because not only did I finish that documentary this year, I also retired finally from playing football. So two pretty two large deaths, yeah, two <laughs> yeah. deaths this year. I survived two deaths or I'm, I'm surviving two deaths. Um, so I would say that, you know, just like you said, it's something, let's take football. It's something that has been a part of guys like us, our identity for so long. It's something that we put so much focus and energy into for so long that I think when you're, when you're transitioning out of it, you need to find something else to put that energy and focus into. Um, you know, I, a lot of us athletes and former athletes are competitive people who are trying to accomplish something. And so I think finding another outlet and, and weirdly enough for me so far, it's been in the creative world. It's been in the filmmaking world, um, which, you know, you, it's kind of hard to draw a linear line, right, from being a linebacker to a filmmaker and, and saying, oh, yeah, that's the that's the common sense next step. But somehow it's working for me. I feel like I'm able to put the intensity of being a linebacker into in the intensity of making a movie or, you know, creating all sorts of media um and this is sort of my new outlet right now so i would recommend that you can't you can't just drop everything you've got to find some sort of transition something else to put all of that energy into it's got to go somewhere well you're doing so much uh for all of us football fans and all the people out there around the world educating on the most important aspect the emotional aspect of football and the lessons learned on and off the field in not only your documentary unicorn town if you haven't checked it out but your youtube channel is incredible i know you're over a hundred thousand subscribers which by the way is not easy now and alf as well but you also have the podcast the imported podcast uh which we, whatever we can do to promote we certainly will i have a last question for you you know coming for you you know someone that has your gfl championships and all the different variants of how we can utilize football in our careers on and off the field. What's the future of football in Germany? 
That is a, a great question and, and one that I, I'm excited about. I, I think that the future of football in Germany is a positive, exciting one. I mean, we know and we talked about that the, the NFL played its first game in Germany last year in Munich, where I was lucky enough to go to this game. It was, and yeah, because three million people tried to three million people tried to buy tickets. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah, whatever it was, a 70,000 person stadium. Uh, so the demand is clearly there. And there's, um, you know, there's a new league. It's not just in Germany. It's called the European League of Football, but it's European wide. There's it's based out of Germany and this is thriving right now and this is growing. So I would say the demand for football in Germany is is here um, there's such a long history going back to the 60s and 70s of this sport really bubbling up and becoming the hotbed in Europe for the sport. So I think just as as players continue to develop, um, starting playing from a younger and younger age, kind of how we do in the States and the NFL continuing to expand here, the sky's the limit for football in Germany. And I'm super excited that I've gotten to have a, a part of it and kind of ride this wave and see it grow during my time here. Can't wait to see where it goes from here. Well, Nick, there's a lesson that I've learned that I will never overachieve my own self-image. And I love the fact that you inspire so many people to expand their own self-image, to shoot for the stars and to be of service to others with what you love, to be passionate, purposeful, and profitable. I'm sure you took some of those lessons from your family because they certainly have been doing it for years. Your dad, your brother, everyone that I've met in your family and around you. Nick Alfieri, he's an incredible filmmaker, a YouTuber. Uh, check out his podcast as well and former professional football player. Something that uh, brought my attention and a little bit of jealousy, I have to tell you. Uh, my, my dreams ended in college and he took it to the next level and now put it at the legacy level which is what filmmakers do thank you for joining me my friend continue the great work i can't wait to see your next film happy uh we'll do a little more podcasting together and uh hopefully do more projects we'll see him on apple tv soon i'm gonna beg him to be on my tv shows nick alfieri this is david Meltzer with entrepreneurs the playbook <laughs>